Okay. Alright, so. Whew. We'll start here on uh, CNBC. Dow falls 300 points as First Republic slides rekindles bank woes. So the U.S. stock market's down right now. Asian market, the Hong Kong falls 2%. Um, Asian market's pretty much down. European market's pretty much down. Bonds are down. Oil's down. Gold's up. Silver's down. Copper's down. Platinum's up. Palladium's down. Crypto's up. Exchange rates are getting better for the dollar. Which again, that also makes it worse for international trade. But, you know, First Republic falls more than 40% to record low after reporting massive deposit drop. Alright, so, financial markets, again, going apeshit. So, we'll get to what led me into all this in a minute. So again, here are some types of stuff that I'm diversifying with. Again, I talked to a CPA, said this is what I got going on. This is what I got in my retirement accounts in the stock market, which one uh, company lost all my money. They're like, yeah, we can't uh, manage your account anymore. So uh, here's a check for $300. I'm like, uh, I paid $3,500 into this. So, but my other one's doing okay. That company said, we'll keep managing this for a little while for you. But anyway, so, again, Money Metals, everything I've ordered from them, I've been 100% satisfied. I've gotten it in a timely manner again. Stock market going crazy. More people are buying this stuff. So, again, expect a one to two um, day additional shipping time. Um, again, I tend to do more silver um, than gold just because you know it is cheaper at the present moment. Again, one of my favorite ones that they have here is the uh, the Don't Tread On Me coin. I have purchased a couple of these. Don't Tread On Me, you know, Boston Tea Party, 1773. Um, it is almost $7 more expensive now than the last time I bought it. So, that's something to think about. Again, with them, you do pay a little bit of a premium on the coins and stuff like that. And it's constantly changing. So, as this comes down, this price will come down. As that goes up, the price will go up. Alright. Other stuff I'm diversifying in, you know. Body armor. Ammo. Again, here at Op... Optic Planet, again, it's like a swap meet of everything you can think of. Um, hunting gear, dog training, gunsmithing, outdoor survival. They got survival food here, too. They got all sorts of different optics, where night vision, monocles, binoculars, scopes for your firearms, 
and just, you know, good old regular binoculars. They got tactical wear, they got footwear, apparel. Here, um, code PIRATE will save you. I forget how much, but it'll save you a little bit of money. Okay. Ham radio license will come in handy when everything goes to shit and you want to communicate with people. Again, an antenna and a power source get you communicating around the world. Again, if you get the all access, this has everything in it. Which I don't know why they keep doing this to me. I'm like, hey, look, they're having a sale. Well, apparently the sale, every time it ends, it restarts. So again, if you go to all access, again, one-time payment, lifetime access, money back guaranteed. If So if you don't pass the test on your first try and you call them, they will actually help you out. And then if you don't pass on that one, they give you your money back. But again, Code Pirate will take this um, all access down to $63.20. Good to have another form of communications. All right. I also invest in a solar system. Um, right now I am grid tied. I'm not off grid. I'm grid tied. Again, with that, when electricity goes out, it cuts off the solar system. That way, it doesn't try to send electricity back through. With that, though, I made my own battery backup. With a battery charger that just plugs into the wall. That way, my fridge, my um, internet router, deep freezer, all that stuff keeps power at all times. Again, and honestly, 28.2 for a ground mount. Again, this is DIY. Extremely self-explanatory how to do it. And these systems come with batteries, so you can be off-grid. Uh, well worth the investment. I was going to say, right now, tied to the grid, I'm actually producing almost double what I'm consuming right now because, you know, I live in South Texas and we've had a bunch of cold fronts come through, so my AC has not been blowing. Um, I also have some storable food. Again, I got Legacy. Which one is it? It's the. The sample pack, like, not that one. I think it's, it's the one that's just smaller than the Mega Sampler. I got one from here. I got one from my Patriot Supply. And I think it's the ReadyWise I got from Survival Frog. Which again, all these links are on my website. Check them out or don't. Whatever makes you happy. I'm just showing you the stuff that I'm diversifying in outside of my normal retirement account. Again, bulletproof vest, body armor type stuff. So the bulletproof backpack panel, again, mentioned, I got those for my kids. If you look, it's a level 3A. When you come back over tactical gear, level 3A covers handgun rounds, not a 5.56 five, or 2.23. But if your kid goes to school where they have to carry a laptop and a book or two, more than enough that, heaven forbid, the worst thing in the world happens, as long as they got that, they'll be okay. And finally, 
garden. Um, the garden tower. So again, I got my, I did a raised flower bed with tires, but I also got one of these coming so I can put it on the patio and do all of our herbs and stuff like that and that rather than out in the main garden. So these are a few things that I've diversified in. All of this stuff, when the economy collapses, will have some kind of value when it comes to bartering. Again, you got a solar system and some battery backups and you can charge batteries for people, let them charge up their devices and stuff like that. And you pretty much get whatever you want in exchange for it. So these are just some ideas. Keep these types of things in mind as you go throughout your day. As you're making mental notes of, hey, this is the stuff I got on hand. This is more stuff I need to get. Again, like we covered with what's going on in Sudan where the United States government went, at, went in, got their 70 embassy workers out, and left 16,000 American citizens over there. Told them, you're on your own. Um, the Pentagon came out and said, well, we'll give you like, you know, we'll monitor and, you know, we'll, we'll let you know which... Uh, which land routes are the safest to travel. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That right there should tell you your government hates you. They don't care about you. They only care about themselves. Again, European countries that have been through World War II on their doorstep, Russia, China, all these countries, they have plans to save as many of their actual populations as they can, where the U.S. is like, we're only going to save our top government officials. Everybody else, you're on your own. <clears throat> Keep that in mind. Government hates you. They don't care about you. They only care about themselves. So, now, what kicked all this off? So, uh, money metal exchange... Um, their monthly newsletter came out, their blog post. I was like, now let me actually click on it. And it got my attention. It's like, is central bank digital currency unconstitutional? They say yes. And they cite articles, or Article 1, Section 8, Article 1, Section 9, Article 1, Section 10. So, basically, 8 means, or, to borrow money on the credit of the United States, to coin money, regulated the value thereof, and a foreign coin. You have to remember, back when this was written, they had paper money. But they're very specific on the wording of gold and silver and coin. Because coin meant gold and silver. Alright, Article 1, Section 9. No money shall be drawn from the Treasury, but in consequences of appropriations made by law and regular statements and account of receipts and expenditures of all public money shall be published from time to time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Article 1, Section 10 says... 
No state shall coin money, emit bills of credit, make anything but gold and silver coin a tender and payment of debt. So then they basically hit on, you know, uh, CBDC is, you know, a new payment system. And that's all it's going to be about is, you know, payments. And again, like here, the farmers were aware of the payment systems provided by 18th century banks and merchants, but wisely made them no part of the Constitution. They did not conflate checks, bills of exchange, or other orders for the payment of money with money itself. And never made deposit or even banknotes a legal tender. And they're saying, you know, that the new CBDC, you know, they're not sure voluntarily, but then can the government say the CBDC is now money and confiscate Federal Reserve notes and bank deposits like it confiscated gold during the New Deal? No, not lawfully. So then you come over here and I just Googled articles of the Constitution and it brought me to constitution.congress.gov. So, Article 1, Section 8. To borrow money on the credit of the United States. And of course, the Supreme Court gives their spiel on all of it and the best part here is after they had it back and forth they voted nine states to two to delete the words and emit bills which means Congress cannot print and distribute paper money. Then some judge said, no, we should be able to. Article 9, no money shall be drawn from the treasury, blah, 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 right? And again, all this stuff in the Constitution is designed to limit government. And the Supreme Court said that no money can be paid out of the Treasury unless it has been appropriated by an act of Congress. Alright. So Congress gets to decide all this stuff. It changed a little bit, you know, 1780. Clause itself. But you know, hey, we let Congress do whatever they want, right? All right. Article 1, Section 10. No state shall enter into any treaty, alliance, blah, 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 right? So states cannot enter into treaties. And the funny thing is, is they actually decided that if goods are being exported from one state to another, you can't tax them. Basically, subverting that, you know, 
there's actually a lot of loopholes for the taxi back in the day. Not anymore. So I was like, oh, holy crap, you know, check this out. Like, here we go. And the Constitution says we cannot print money, only gold and silver. And then the legislative body says, nah, we're going to find the judge that says we're allowed to print paper money, even though the articles specifically state gold and silver is tender. You cannot emit bills. You no know, paper money. But they did anyway. So, so, we're talking about, you know, this congressional overreach and all that stuff. I came across some other interesting things. So, we'll start here National Guard. The State National Guard is organized into units stationed in each of the 50 states and three territories in the District of Columbia. Governor runs them, blah, 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 right? So, in case you're wondering, in the Constitution, it mentions militia repeatedly. And in here it states that the militia is all able-bodied males, citizens of the United States, ages 18 to 45, any able-bodied male who swears allegiance to the U.S. and wants to be a citizen can join the militia. All right. Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3. No state shall, <clears throat> without the consent of Congress, lay any duty of tonnage, keep troops, or ships of war in time of peace. Enter into any agreement or um, compact with another state or with foreign powers <clears throat> or engage in war unless actually invaded or in such imminent danger as well or as will not admit of delay. Basically, Supreme Court ruled is states military power to put down any armed insurrection too strong to be controlled by civil authorities. The state cannot keep military troops. However, the state militia is not keeping of troops in a time of peace because their volunteers are not paid as able-bodied males who have, who have a sense of duty to their community and keeping everybody around them safe. Alright, so according to this, your National Guard is illegal. It's, or it's unconstitutional. Again, you get to that point where these judges are like, oh no, that's that's not at all what it meant. If you listen to the specific wording 
of how it was written. Now there's some where it's very vague and there's some where it's very, this is it. Like, how could this be misconstrued? All right, the Congress shall have power to provide for calling forth the militia to execute the laws of the Union, suppress insurrections, and repel invasions. Again, militia, not military, militia. When the National or when Congress called on the militia, they would, um, they would have the ability to, you know, fund them as if they were an army. Train them, get them everything they needed, right? Article 1, Section 8, Clause 12. The Congress shall have power to raise and support armies, but no appropriation of money to that use shall be for longer term than two years. I'll read slower. To raise and support armies, but no appropriation of money to that use shall be for longer term than two years. Our standing army is unconstitutional. But again, you get this judge in 1904, like, nah, that's not what they meant. No, no, it's okay. We, we can just keep funding this. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Again, congressional overreach. The only branch that's actually allowed to be funded indefinitely by Congress is the United States Navy because they have to pay for the ships because ships are expensive. Not many private citizens had their own warships. Now they still did. And yes, they were allowed to have cannons and all that stuff on them because, you know, right to bear arms. Yeah, no, you can have whatever you want. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 16. Congress shall have the power to provide for organizing, arming, and disciplining the militia. And for governing such parts, oh, excuse me, of them as may be employed in the service of the United States, reserving the states, respect, blah, blah, blah. blah. All right, whatever. So again, they cut out a part where Congress can organize, arm, and discipline militia. You know, commission officers, training, and then that's what gave way to, under the National Defense Act of 1916, the militia, which had almost been purely state institutions was brought under the control of the federal government and gave birth to the National Guard. Again, the militias are made up of all able-bodied males, 18 to 45, didn't get paid to do it, 
but would show up if their states came under attack. All you see through late 1800s through mid-1900s is just constant government overreach, ignoring the Constitution, saying this isn't what the Constitution means when it clearly, clearly states make anything but gold and silver coin a tender and payment of debt. No state shall. States aren't allowed to make anything other than gold and silver coin tender. They cannot pass any bills. They cannot, um, da 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 da, where was it? They cannot emit bills of credit. Just be like, you know, banknotes. Not, not, not allowed to have any of those. And yet they're doing it. The federal government's not allowed to do it. And yet they're doing it. So, my advice to you, find a financial professional, ask them about how you should be diversifying, do what's best for you and your situation, and be prepared. Again, I really enjoy uh, Money Metal Exchange. Again, everything I've ordered from them, Got here in a timely manner. It's all been high quality stuff. It's all real stuff. I got gold backs. I got silver coins. I got silver bars. It's all high quality stuff. It's all real. It's all legit. At least everything I've gotten has been real and legit. From talking to them, they stand by what they sell you. They're there to answer questions. Again, they have... Um, like the IRA programs and stuff like that. If you want a gold back IRA, contact a financial professional. Ask them what's best for you. And just be prepared. Again, going back to all this government overreach and everything they're doing that's unconstitutional. And then looking at what's going on in Sudan where they left 16,000 Americans. Say, yeah, we're not going to evacuate you. You're on your own. But we will we will monitor, you know, land evacuation routes to let you know if the enemy's coming up on you or not. We'll, we'll put some Navy ships off the coast, you know, ju just, in, you know, just in case. Your government hates you. They're lining their pockets. They're doing everything they can. They all got bunkers. They all got emergency food. They all got doctors on standby in their bunkers. They're prepared to survive whatever happens. You need to do the same thing. You need to be smart. Again, when it comes to financial stuff, get a financial advisor. Again, if you don't have one, most CPAs will answer your questions for, you know, what, I forget, I think found one like $75 an hour. So I, I won't come in for an hour. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. All right. You know, you can find them fairly cheap. Just ask them a bunch of questions. Pick their brains. You can call up, um, like, Money Metal Exchange. Like, you can call them up about their IRAs. If I could speak, they'll answer questions for you. 
Again, get a financial advisor, ask them. Do what's best for you and your family and your situation. Again, I diversify wide range of stuff that, you know, again, gold and silver is not going to make you rich. You're basically getting it to hedge your bet against hyperinflation. Your hope when you buy gold and silver is it's just going to maintain its current value and you're not going to lose any money on it. That's basically all that you're doing with that. You're not. The only way you're going to get rich with gold, silver, platinum, palladium, copper is if you own the mine. If you own the mine and you're mining it, but just buying it like this, you're not going to get rich. It's just a way to hedge your bets against the economy. Again, the other stuff, storable food, backup energy, um, self-defense items, body armor, ammunition, stuff like that, growing your own food, those are all tradable items if the economy completely collapses. And we have to go back to barter system. Learning skills is another way. So, with all of that being said, if you've never actually read the articles of the Constitution, go read it. Because you're going to sit there and look at what's going on in our government. Like, what the hell? Like, how did it get so far off the track? Like, everything they're doing right now is unconstitutional for the most part. So you need to be preparing. Again, just keep harping on this. Look at Sudan. They left 16,000 American citizens there said, you're on your own. We took out our 70... Uh, embassy workers, so now those people can't even go to the embassy for sanctuary because they took everybody out of there. They're literally on their own in a foreign country where war is breaking out. So, I've I've gone on long enough. It's been 30 minutes, so we'll end that there. Make sure you're preparing. Again, we're in the beginning of gardening season. Start your garden, start growing stuff, get some chickens, get some rabbits, get some cows, get some goats, sheep, <clears throat> pigs, <coughs> excuse me, whatever it is that you can have where you live or you want where you live, get ready because we're in a slow burn SHTF right now with inflation going up, stock market all over the place. Pricing of everything is so inconsistent right now. You got possible another European war going happening. You got the U.S. war gaming against China right now, and China war gaming against the U.S. So it's just this point, a matter of time before something that one side does is either intentional to set off a war or perceived the wrong way and a war kicks off on that side of the world a lot of happenings happening right now best thing you do for your family is be prepared food, water, shelter self-defense backup energy backup cooking storable food Lots and lots of food. Lots and lots of ammo. Learn how to hunt, fish, trap. 
be ready. So, like always, be smart. Again, ask people that are smarter than you. Don't just take some random guy rambling on the internet. Financial advisor, a lawyer, somebody that knows something about, you know, money. Ask them lots of questions. Uh, don't go to the ones that are trying to sell you stuff because they're just trying to, you know, sell you stuff. Find those ones that, you know, will actually answer your questions about what's best for your situation. Talk to some farmers. Start networking. The whole works. So be smart. Be prepared. Stay safe. Have an amazing day. Go out and read the articles of the Constitution if you've never done it before because you're going to learn a lot. You're going to scratch your head like, what the hell is going on these days? So, have an amazing day, and we'll see you on the next one.